Thanks for listening to the show. Join us online at playvolutionhq.com and learn how to support the show at explorationsearlylearning.com slash support. Welcome to Renegade Rules. Kick back, settle in, and let us fill your ear holes with early learning information, wisdom, and advice. And now, here's Heather and Jeff. Welcome back to Renegade Rules. Jeff Johnson here with Heather Shoemaker. Heather, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm great. I, I, I've been thinking about this. I, I was watching uh, people. I messaged that at last episode. I, I got stranded at the airport. I was people watching, and I was watching adults have temper tantrums because uh-huh. their flights got canceled, and, and and that was delightful for me. I really enjoyed. I, I, I drank their tears and anger, and it nourished me. Um, but also, I was I, I saw some parents do some incredible modeling for for their children, uh, young children up to up to teenagers about, you know, life happens and you got to make the best of what happens and we're not going to make it to grandma's house, but we're here together and we're safe and, and we'll make the best of the situation. And, and it really got me thinking about how we model for kids and 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 how we choose the people we let our kids spend time with and how they model for them and all that kind of stuff. So do you have any thoughts on, on this topic? Oh, yeah. Fr- adult frustrations and what you do in those situations. That It's hard to remember, but you are teaching your kids so much in those moments. <laughs> because they are always watching. Oh, well, they're especially watching at those moments. <laughs> Yes, it's just like when you time TV. Just when you want them to turn their ears off or their eyes off or whatever, um, it's you know sometimes we do purposeful teaching or intentional teaching, and other times we're just living. And those living mm-hmm. moments teach sometimes a thousand times more than the rest of it combined. Um, yeah. So you know, usually if we're in a good mood and things are going well, we feel like we're modeling pretty well. You know, we're. Mm-hmm. We're just going through life, but it's those moments, especially when we hit a bump in the road or a big bump, that um, we need to remember that kids are watching and they're going to say, oh, this is an acceptable way to behave in this kind of circumstance. And it doesn't have to always be anger. For example, let's say your, you know, your pet dies. Um, it's okay to cry and show that you're sad rather than trying to be stoic for the kids, you know, trying to, to, to not let that emotion come out because then they're going to think, oh, I need to hold all my feelings inside. I mean, sometimes mm-hmm. it's good to let the feelings out and show that, yeah, you know, something sad happened and I'm crying about it um, and telling them why you're crying and, and that you will um, – that you know that you won't cry forever, but right now you're really sad because sometimes they need that reassurance too. But well, what is it? Is it okay to be stoic too? Because that's who you are, and you're not trying not to cry. It's just that you you that's not who you are. Is it okay to be that too? Well, of course it's okay to be who you are, but I do oh, think good. many of us try to keep things in a bit more than we, especially around children. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and sadness is one of those things that we um, are uncomfortable with as adults. 
And so that's one that we, we tend to keep in. I, I had a, a friend whose dog died and he just, he came over to me and cried and he said, I can't let the kids see me doing this. And I said, well, why not? That'll be the healthiest why? thing that could happen. You yeah. Know? So yeah. sometimes we do feel we need to keep up a good show for the children. Mm -hmm. stiff, um, stiff, stiff upper lip. And sometimes we give them a good show. <laughs> 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 and I think that one's a little harder. You know, you can almost decide, all right, I'm going to let them see me be sad. You, know, that, you can decide that and just let the tears uh -huh. come. But when you're angry, often you're not completely in control. And so that's a harder, harder um, set of feelings to cope with. Yeah, emotions are so so emotional, and it's uh, it's just it's just an ooey gooey mess sometimes, isn't it? Yeah, but you know, one thing I find that's a useful tool for adults is w remembering to say the same words that you would say to your three year old. Say it to yourself, and you can say it out loud. You know, you can broadcast it. I'm mad. I really wanted whatever it is to get on that uh -huh. plane and I can't. <laughs> it's making me really mad. Just say those words, the same basic words you would say to a three-year-old. I want that cookie. You know, you want that cookie. You're mad. You can't have it because it's the same thing. And it also helps the child or people around you to know how you're feeling so that if you do do something a little odd, <laughs> they know that oh, she's mad because of the plane. Um, but just saying those words actually has a calming effect because you realize, oh, that's all it is. I am having, I'm experiencing a mad feeling right now, and this is the reason. And once you've said those two simple sentences, it can help reset your body, and you realize this is no different than the anger my child felt five minutes ago when, you know, we couldn't stop and drink at the drinking fountain or whatever small thing you thought was a very small item in the world. And now you're having something that's, that's causing you a little frustration. Yeah. Uh, do you, do you have any, I'm trying to remember back when I was a kid and how my parents dealt with stuff. And I think, and, and what I, what I picked up from it. And I think, I think I got a lot of my suck it up stoicism kind of thing from probably more from my mom than my dad and and then when our kids were little it was it, I was often like okay this is the way I am but that doesn't mean that's the way you have to be and I mean talking about dog dogs dying it it it, it happened we had a had a uh, a a Dalmatian that that my kids grew up with, and he just got sick, and we lost him fairly quickly. And it was, and I'm like trying to cry because I should like, I'm like I should be modeling this, and I I can't because that's just not who I am. But I had to kind of we had to, we had those conversations about this is this is this is the way Dad does it, and you don't have to do that, and it's okay for you to cry if you need to, and and so muddling through those hard situations is mm -hmm. I, I guess muddling muddling through is I guess sometimes the best way we can the best way we deal with it is to, to muddle because you know that's that's where we're at mm -hmm. yeah I'm, it's just like it, people do all sorts of things differently and they also show their emotions differently so yeah. it's fine to say 
so-and-so I'm sad and he's sad, but we're, you know, we're, we're showing it in different ways and to give uh-huh. kids options and tools. I mean, um, sometimes, um, especially as they're getting older, giving them new tools. One thing that helps if you're frustrated, mad, or even sad is um, getting some exercise, you know, shooting baskets or going for a walk or doing something physical. And if you are feeling one of those things, you can just announce, I'm going to go take a walk. It's going to clear my head. I've got so many big feelings right now. And then go off and walk and come back. Um, Because the kids will notice, oh, that's something maybe I could do someday. It sort of sinks in over time. So don't try to hide what you're doing. You can announce it and then do it. It's that modeling, constant modeling. Another great one, not so much about feelings, but just seeing it is conflict. When you have, I'm saying when, not if, because we all have conflicts with people. When you have a conflict with somebody, if you can't apologize or deal with the conflict in front of your kids, you know, and, and they watch you go up to somebody and say, you know, I'm sorry, I opened my car door too fast and it, it scraped your door, you know, or whatever the conflict is, or this is, I'm sorry, I said this and I, yesterday and I didn't mean, you know, just if they can watch you do that and watch you try to solve a conflict, wow, that's powerful. Yeah, yeah, and the, the, the two scenarios that happened in the airport that I'm thinking of, one was a, a dude, uh, probably mid-30s with a four-year-old, and he is trying to get their flights rescheduled and everything, and, and he just blows up at the, uh, the airline person at the service desk. And three minutes later, he's blowing up, down, down, crouched down right in the face of the, uh, of the child, three and a half, four years old, uh, scolding him because, I mean, he's totally letting his frustration with the situation out on his kid. And the kid is just, just terrified and that was one and then the other was uh, a family traveling mom dad two kids and they were on their way to grandma's house and and the parents are totally talking they're kind of they're, they're they're doing that sports casting that's that, that side talk through the whole thing about yeah I mean here we are at least we're not stuck on the tarmac anymore and we're not going to make it to grandma's house but hopefully we'll be able to reschedule and the 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 flight we should get on a flight out this afternoon but we're not going to make that flight maybe because they might not have room on it because there's so many other people that are stranded here and 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 on and on it goes and those are two diametrically opposed ways of dealing with it and 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 the one is so much more long-term effective than the other yeah, sheer terror doesn't usually. <laughs> but, you know, we can't we can't overlook that that is modeling also and that the little boy yeah. is likely to do the same thing because that's what's being modeled to him. Even though he hates it at the time, it's it's like any cycle of abuse or or bad behavior, it does tend to get repeated because it's shown as something that one does. Yeah, and so so I guess the best we can do is try to catch ourselves in those situations or, or be a little bit more self-aware so that we can, we can kind of make an effort to, to be a better version of ourselves in those situations, especially when there are, there are little influent, easily influenced people watching. And it, it, I mean, it's like, I mean, nothing we talk about on the show ever seems to be easy. It's, it's, it's really <laughs> challenging. <laughs> That is a good point. Yeah. But you know, if if we were talking about easy things, there wouldn't be a point to it. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, the easy stuff, we, we, we've all got that. You know, I, this is a topic I've talked about in, in trainings before in, in a couple of my books. And I actually had a, a, a T-shirt on my, on my website for a while that, uh, that said uh, professional role model. Because I think it's it's really important, especially for caregivers. I think to uh, to think of themselves as professional role models. I mean, that's the gig. Yeah. Kids are, are are watching even when you don't want them to be, and you don't think they are. They're watching everything you do. So if you come in and you're 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 kind of catty and snarky with your coworker at the beginning of the day because you had a had a rough start to your day, that that room of eight or ten or twelve little people are sucking it up, and and there's there's nothing you can do about it except uh, be aware aware of it and and be a little bit more mindful about the choices you're making. Yeah, and if you mess up, which people do, <laughs> yeah, because because we're then- people. Yeah, we're people. So if if you don't handle, you know, your your anger or whatever, if you felt you just did a bad modeling, <laughs> then <laughs> then you know it's okay to afterwards talk to a child and say, I was very upset about the plane or whatever it is, and I you know I shouldn't have done this, and just go ahead and 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 say something about it afterwards because it's okay to that's modeling too to admit you made a mistake that's wonderful that's and you it's not going to undo what you did before but it's going to show them that um that you're aware of it and that you are now modeling a different approach so they know that people mess up they mess up all day long too i mean <laughs> people <Yeah>. do <laughs> But I think that sometimes kids feel like they're the only ones with the big feelings. They're the only ones who get frustrated. They're the only ones who make mistakes. They're the only ones. And it's good for them to see you sometimes mess up and and face the consequences afterwards. And so that's a healthy thing. And that's another opportunity for you to model. So don't worry if you don't get it all right all the time. But I do think that treating yourself like a three-year-old is very helpful. Say what you're I, feeling. I think that's a good idea. I feel yeah. sad and then try to state, make an observation. I'm sad about whatever it is or I'm mad about whatever it is. And saying these simple sentences, you know, really simple sentences out loud actually makes you realize what's going on just the way it does when you're doing that same technique with a child. So uh, treat yourself like a three-year-old in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> and and see if that can help you in these tricky situations and help you model the the way you do want to model to kids around you. I don't think we could wrap up with any better advice than that. So so go out there and be a three-year-old model for the three-year-olds in your life. Um, some something like that. Hey, people, this is this is hard work living and uh, and uh, and growing with with uh, little human beings, and and that's why this podcast exists to give you some some tips and advice through the uh, the hard bits. Uh, we we hope you find it helpful. In fact, we we know there are some people out there who do because they message us once in a while and and and. And, and let us know. And that, that means a lot to us. This has been the Renegade Rules podcast. We will be back soon with another episode. Bye-bye. 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 Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode. Music by Alexander Shoemaker. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.